The Red Eye Report has t-shirts, tank tops, and pop sockets for sale on our website, theredeyereport.com. Shirts are $19.99 and pop sockets are $14.99. RER merch is shipped through Amazon and is eligible for prime shipping. So if you need a new shirt or a way to stand your damn phone up, consider snagging some cool RER gear. Thanks for supporting the show. Local news prides itself on its punnery. Oh yeah, that, that's like <laughs> that's all. I'm serious. Like our all our sportscasters do is make little pun, yeah. fucking super for their shit. There was a, every last sentence has of. to be a fucking pun. They were talking about bears, so so the headline on top of the screen was said the right to bear arms, and I was like, what does it have to do with football? But they're talking but because they're talking about the bears. They had the right to bear arms. With their, yeah, it's so stupid. It's like a trope that they teach them in journalism school, and they can't get past it. Yeah, gotta be catchy. Normal idiots love puns. I love puns, Astra. That's Astra, true. you love puns. Yeah, sometimes I can't help myself. <clears throat> Was it Mark Twain who said puns are the lowest form of com- comedy? Mm-hmm. Who said that? Jesus? Mark Twain, is it? Oh, my Jesus. God. Jesus. <laughs> puns? Or was it Jesus puns? up on the fucking I thought cross. he said like, comedy was the lowest form of comedy. Yeah, puns are the lowest <laughs> form of comedy. Uh, somebody said, maybe I got it wrong. That's hilarious. It <laughs> uh, does sound like something Mark Twain would write, but... Um, <laughs> that's like Jesus' Jesus's last words. <laughs> Puns. Oh, Mary comes to my son. Please tell me before you die. Puns are the lowest form of comedy. (laughs) (laughs) So you like let out a whole bunch, like a like a paragraph of wisdom. Then right at the end, like he's coughing blood. He's like, remember, like make a pun in the last, like you know, write it out. So like the, the the whole soliloquy is like awesome and then at the end he has a pun and then he goes puns are the lowest form of comedy <laughs> it's just fucking coughs a little and blood comes out and then he's dead and then his mom goes you nailed it well we're live Teddy's working on his fucking puzzle we're fucking making bad Jesus jokes <laughs> there are first off, there are no bad Jesus jokes, okay? No, you're so, right. It is stop with that bullshit. That's universally funny. Because he didn't exist. Oh. Alright. Are we ready? <laughs> I was born ready. <laughs> this episode of the Red Eye Report, we discuss role playing. We discover why we're so fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And as usual, we paint a perfect picture of rapey. With me this week is the all-seeing Oracle. What the fuck? Oracle LARPs every weekend. He dons a Kirby costume and sodomizes homeless people. 
you have no idea how difficult it is to sodomize somebody <laughs> through a Kirby costume. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see fucking Kirby? Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be bowling ball. Yeah, you should have played that. Like, I got like a 15 foot dick angle because it, I mean, it's, it's all out here. But how do you get the dick out? So, I, you, see, you see what I'm saying? I don't know how he does it, man. That's that's on him. Awesome. Next to him is a fluffy teddy bear. He doesn't need to role play, he already lives in a delusional world of imaginary white devils and a Nubian princess. You've also got a soot covered ashtray. Hey, you called my you called my wife a Nubian princess. Appreciate it. No ashtray <laughs> wearing people's skin isn't considered larping. <laughs> what? <laughs> Some bullshit. Yeah, right. I paid good money for that skin. <laughs> Last and least, I'm the Mystic. I've been playing the role of Jabba the Hutt for a decade now, and this is the Red Eye Report. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. dedicated man. Right. I, I can am. make you not uh... Well. Oh, you taste so good. Right. Anyway, LARPing. <laughs> Didn't you, already you, guys, you guys know what LARPing is? Did we? Have we done LARPing? I don't really care. If I, we've don't done so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Actually, that's the same. Have we already done that topic? That I mean, what like does it matter? That ain't yeah. no plumbing 2.0. Mitch might get mad. I, I swear to God, if you do plumbing 2.0, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Hey, there might have been uh, updates. There's some. There's been advances in the state what? of plumbing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like Ashtray keeps finding bidets. What? <laughs> okay, Here's so live action role playing or LARPing. Uh, it is a form of role playing game where the participants physically portray their characters. The players pursue goals within a fictional setting represented by the real world while interacting with each other in character. The outcome of player actions may be mediated by game rules or determined by consensus among players. So uh, there's there's arrangers called Game Masters, and they decide the setting and rules to be used and facilitate play. So basically, like, uh, you guys ever play Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah, yes. back in the day. I did it once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then I had to sure quit. You just, and just then was, I was like, this is... Uh, just like heroin. Yeah. so uh the first larps were run in the late 70s inspired by tabletop role-playing games and and genre fiction the activity spread internationally during the 1980s and has diversified into a wide variety of styles uh play may be very game-like or may be concerned concerned with dramatic or artistic expression so like ren fairs you know what I mean? That's a fucking formal yeah. thing that's been going on for like fucking ever. Where it's more um, just looking the part than really having to. Yeah. Do well, there's, there's, um, I watched this. They have battles so too off the cuff. Oh, they do. Oh, oh no, no, you have, you have battles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I've you never been somebody with a foam sword, with a foam sword or a foam sword. Yeah. So, um, when I watched this, uh, there's this little documentary thing called, uh, off the cuff. It's a show on Netflix. I did it as my what's sexy a few weeks back, but it, um, the first episode was about LARPing and they follow what's called the Penzik wars, which we'll get into later. Uh, but it's, um, the, basically what they explained it as, as the people there is there's some people that come just to like, so they have businesses that like run just on these LARPing events. Like they make crafts and shit or like mm-hmm. wooden yep. yeah, fucking whatever. Sword, and shit. Armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see that they go around to these business. Right. And yeah. um, 
there's some people who just go to just look at stuff and fucking buy trinkets and shit. And then there's some people that get the fuck like way into it. You know what I mean? Like the hardcore, yeah. like wearing armor and fucking battling <clears throat> shit out in the field kind of LARPers. Right. Dust off the old armor out of the basement. <laughs> so, um, they've, they've also referred to it as more like improvisational theater. Like, you know what I mean? Like, their battles aren't fucking, like, full speed. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not going yeah. out there just fucking blitzkrieging people with fucking swords and shit. <clears throat> um, first off, before we go any further, have any of you ever done anything like this? No. When I was, even like, in middle school? Even cosplay type of shit? Well, Teddy probably has, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and when I was in middle school, me and a buddy uh, one summer did, like, live action role playing alien versus predator but like we didn't we weren't dressed up in full costumes but we were running around in the woods you know like kind of that spontaneous what'd you call it uh broke back mountainism yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's, when you yeah. do larping as a group of motherfuckers let's you and just your say i was predator and i was like <laughs> playing yeah, alien you versus and your buddy, that's predator. not larping that's fucking i mean yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, then no more than me and a buddy pretending to be fucking alien and predator. Awesome, that works. No, I could safely say I've never ever done banging that. in the woods. <laughs> I've done that, but I've never done the, the whole alien versus predator so thing. So, are people watching this or like who's the audience? I mean, it, there uh, are, uh, audience, other, yeah, yeah, uh, there, there are, are audiences. There are also other LARPers that are watching. Okay, I mean, yeah, other LARPers. There's like, like, uh, we'll we'll get to the Penzik Wars. They'll explain a lot of the shit. Like, there's a king and a queen and shit. There's like houses that rule the the fucking crown. You know what I mean? Every year, and it's like an ongoing. But I take it thing. this is one particular LARPing universe. Yes, yes. It's called the Penzik Wars. Um, fuck it. We'll go. We'll go into it right now. <laughs> the Penzik Wars is an annual American medieval camping event held by the Society for Creative Anachronism. A war between two large regional SCA groups, the Kingdom of the East and the Middle Kingdom. It is the single largest annual SCA event, with more than 10,000 people attending each year from as far as China, South Korea, Sweden, Germany, France, Italy, Greece, and Australia. So basically, they go to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania out in the fucking middle of nowhere. It's uh, it lasts for 17 days. Um, so it begins on a Friday and ends the second Sunday. It centers on pre-17th century history and culture with all campers dressing in historically relevant clothing. Uh, the winner of the battles and other activities receive war points, and the kingdom with the most war points wins that Penzik. So it's like, that's your fuck, that's what you're going for, is the So, like, you get that for the year. <clears throat> um, so it started in 72. Uh, it's ha- it started in Newtown's campground in uh, Pennsylvania. See, uh, they, that's what they focused on in that thing I watched. And it's it was actually really cool because, like I said, it's a little fucking economy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yep. people that are selling shit there. There's people, they even have a school, the Penzik fucking University, right? Like, you can really? go there and there's people, yeah, because just think of the type of people that LARP. They're nerds. nerds. Exactly. <laughs> for, for lack of a better word, they're history professors. They're fucking. People like that, they have shit like they'll they'll teach classes on like pre seventeenth century pottery and like fucking how to make sure if you, mead uh, from that. You know what I mean? Honey mead, shit like that. Like 
like shit from that era. If like you they make would be weapons or those things you sell there, you could also right. sell a class on teaching other people to do it. Because yeah, you know yeah. they're not going to have the ambition to follow these festivals around as much as you do. Right. But you're selling parting knowledge. Right. And, and yeah, there is the battle. Like, it's a big... There's fucking battles all the time. Like, there's, like, one fucking clan will, like, fight another clan. But they have, like... Areas, so like there'll be like a whole Viking encampment in one eastern part of the area. You know what I mean? Like there's just all dudes who are like dressed as Vikings living in a fucking 14th century Viking encampment. Like it's really in depth shit, and it's yep. it's interesting, nerdy as fuck. But like, do they accept black Vikings? They do. Good. <laughs> I mean, no. it, 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 asking for but a it, it, but, it, but also it also <laughs> like the what he's talking about. I've not I've never done it. What I've done is things like where had you had a uh, you had uh, guys dressed up as ogres or fairies. It was it was more it was more a fantasy cosplay. thing than yeah, it was more yeah. of a cosplay fantasy thing than yeah. right. So, well, the subset of the larping is the cosplay. Yeah, like that's basically just costuming. You know what I mean? Which is cool in and of itself. Uh, yeah. But it's, they're not really playing a character in an ongoing society. That's kind of what that sets it apart, I guess. Both nerdy as fuck, obviously. So, right, are there, do you think there's like big orgies and shit going on <laughs> at these things? Hey, <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm sure there's a few swinger corners. Pentec, right? <laughs> well, you know, some of those weird nerd couples, like they're right. kind of as mismatched as you know Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. All right. So I got a larping.org is the website that that has all this shit here. Uh, So they got, you know, fantasy, medieval, combat, larping, historical larping, shit like that. Because, I mean, there's even like uh, the historical ones. I've seen like Sherlock Holmes ones and shit. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Where like people will dress up from characters and that and try to fucking like plan things against one another and shit. I, you know, like it's. Uh, you know, not what, what am I? I don't know the word I'm thinking of. Playing like a raid? No, like heists against one another. Like Sherlock has to try to figure out Moriarty's fucking oh. plan. So I'm stupid. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, like they, they, this is it's just super in depth fucking shit. So, so anyway, what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna put in suggestion category. I want to find. I want to see what the closest one is. Ooh, vampire. That's to a vampire LARP. Location, Wisconsin. <laughs> Search now. Okay, it's searching. Search. Oh, Dark Labyrinth. Descent. Where's the that Coven at? Center, 21st Street, Racine, Wisconsin. Fucking would-be Racine. DarkLabyrinthLARP.com. Dark Labyrinth okay. LARP. Say that ten times, right? Dark Dark Labyrinth wow. LARP. Dark Labyrinth LARP. So, so these LARPing deco battles. Punk, it's a deco punk horror LARP. Holy shit. An Art immersive deco-punk. cosmic horror tale. Demons, romance, and blood. Oh, so, Jesus. Stay the weekend at the DeCoven estate, transformed into a roaring 1920s hotel, full of terrors and mystery. I see, I see a whole lot of shit getting started. Because, hold on, hold on. Somebody just touched my ass. Listen to, how, <laughs> listen, to how, listen to how this is written. Somebody somebody went to, went to school. Town. 
Not really. Dark Labyrinth is an all-inclusive weekend of gothic intrigue, mystery, magic, and blood. Form alliances between the vampire families. Conjure demons to bend to your will. And discover the secrets hidden throughout the opening weekend of the Dick Coven Hotel. Oh my god. So is this just like a fucking ex- escape room for two it days? Like or what? It sounds like a bed and breakfast. It lasts the whole weekend, yeah. Stay the weekend at the Dick Coven Estate, transformed in a 1920s hotel. I wonder how I'm much. I'm sure it's like a fucking murder get. mystery fucking thing. Yeah, I, I just feel like I would be okay for like two hours, and then I'd just be like, "Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, this is so I stupid. So, <laughs> yeah, they have a ball with a 1920s theme dancing, an immersive adventure of intrigue and blood. With help from our game master, you will create your own character and backstory. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I wonder how many, uh, like, how many people do you think are staying at this inn at a time? I bet oh, you, you get know. there and it's just you and your girlfriend, right? And, <laughs> and then, like, maybe the two people running it. It's like, oh, me and me and my girlfriend, and two vampires. You can choose lame. your beginning here. Do you dare venture to the De Coven Hotel? So you got vampire experimentalist, witches, or the Order? Ooh, the Order. Which one? Which one do we want to pick? Experimentalist. Uh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, let's, it. let's find out. I'll click on it. Okay. Apparently, it just takes me to the top of the page. <laughs> uh, oh, no, here we go. It just took time to load. The experimentalists lie on the fringes of the scientific community, a loose coalition of natural philosophers, alchemists, and occultists who seek knowledge regardless of consequences. Their maniac devotion to the spirit of inquiry makes them pariahs in the eyes of polite society. So, Dr. Frankenstein, basically. Mm -hmm. Reserve tickets. Hold on. Yeah, how much? Somebody's probably sitting. Somebody's probably sitting at home, going, "Oh my God, we got one, guys!" Yeah. Oh hey, we can bake rent. The um fifty to five hundred and fifty dollars. That's the price range. For the weekend, and the, does that include the the room? Yeah, if that's no like a full weekend, that's not too bad. If it's like a hundred some books. Yeah, you know somebody's in the closet, fucking beaten off. While you're <laughs> well, you know sleeping. they probably got cameras on your ass, right? Um, that's the way I'd do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, if I, I was y'all are some creepy motherfuckers. Ever? I mean, y'all are. You got cameras? You don't have cameras? What the fuck, man? I mean, it's, it's the, uh, y'all are y'all, y'all are just buying motherfuckers, man. Is this website from like uh, you know 2002 GeoCities? It's close. <laughs> so it's each it's ticket, still even active. Each ticket includes two nights, three days stay at the DeCoven Hotel, a sprawling Gothic estate, blah blah blah. Five meals: so Friday Damn. dinner, Saturday yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch. Multiple guests, including late night missions, dependent on player choices. Custom character creation one-on-one with the Game Master. A house gift, depending on house chosen. I mean, that's not that bad of a yeah. deal for just a we hotel. I just stay stuff. there and t- take the meals and then how tell them to it? fuck off <laughs> for the LARPing I don't shit. want to play your stupid LARP-ass game. What do you got for cable? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> how, much is the, how much is the hotel? You have HBO and says, True Blood. It just has a price range, 150 to 550 It probably depends okay. on what you pick. What you pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, does that uh, does that how many nights it is or three? It's Friday night, Saturday all Got day, it. and then Saturday. Sunday through brunch. Gotcha. So two full days probably total. I mean, you could actually, drop I mean, like a shit ton of acid 
and fucking dude do i would do that shit just get fucking wrecked <laughs> why would you just get drunk as shit fuck yeah him. right right fuck him dude like what? be like hey my character is i'm a wino yeah my character is a drunk friar from 17th century he's got magical powers like drunk fucking friar magical Fry mystic Fry dude, mystic you know you fell oh in my the trough gosh. again that's fucking brilliant yeah oh my god that the is outlarp the larpers that'd be awesome Show up there and be, be more of a character. They come they out are. to do fucking missions and shit. You're just sitting out on the fucking in the garden naked, like fucking <laughs> just sunbathing and shit. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I'm fucking wasted. That's what I'm doing. I'm in character, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> in character. Anyway, so uh, Jack, what, uh, 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 Tito says if there if there's larping, there's no girlfriend. <laughs> oh, there were some chicks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some there's, there's some bitches there, bro. I'm telling you, there, yeah, so, there there are a lot of weird nerd girls. This, this let me tell you, I mean, uh, it's it's fun to go to the to the Renaissance Renaissance Fair and see all the bitches that want to be elves and shit. I mean, there's there some hot bitches that want to be fucking dead and nerdy. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so this dude in this article I found the last uh, link I have here. This guy took some pretty badass pictures, and if you have time, just go through there. Mm, I think there's 15 sure. of them. Boris Least. Uh, so this first one right here, and this is just a cool ass description. Just look at this fucking dude's costume. But his name is Raucus, is a blood tamer in the service of the god Corn, and a shaman for the Varg people. He fights with the hordes of chaos. This yeah, that's pretty shit. badass, dude. Uh, Europe, uh, as usual, takes it to a, a completely different level. Like in the U.S., we're at fucking getting drunk out in a Pennsylvanian farm. This dude's forging fucking armor. You know what I mean? To fight in some weird fucking thing every weekend. Meanwhile, he has to like a fucking. Support. I don't even know what that is. Because <laughs> all crazy. Europeans are deadbeat dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's like a fucked up Ronald McDonald. Yeah, right. Uh, and then I don't know what that some of these are. And these are shit, fucking. Huh? These are some crazy costumes and pictures. Right. They really are. Yeah, this they one's got a tail. Kitty. Yeah. The next one, that ogre. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Reminds me of that. Uh, what was that makeup show where they would fucking uh, face off, right? Oh, face off. Yeah, that was cool shit, man. I used to watch that show all the time. So when people do this, like. Do they want to get their picture taken? Is it like okay, we're gonna do like a bunch of photo fucking ops, or are they just going about their business? This is just this is what it's like. You know how some people go hunting on the weekends or whatever. Some people go. This is just this is a hobby that they do to relax. This is instead of play. You know, some people play video games. People just look at that last picture. Fifteen. Yeah. Is oh that a person gosh. actually hanging from the tree? I don't know. Oh, never mind. You're on your toes. That's crazy, though. Yeah. That's fucking uh, a little creepy. A little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, oh, I'm sure, like, obviously they dressed up for these nice photos. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure it's it's kind of like you getting dressed up for something. It's got to be at least for a Renaissance Fair or something. 
Maybe well, people just you know, sit around the house and Comic Con too. That that fucking dress yeah. up. Yeah. Like I've seen some pretty badass fucking cosplay at that shit. You know. Oh, here we go. Well, a lot, of, a lot. Of, when it comes to when it comes to those kind of things, a lot of people are paid to do. Yeah, they get they get models and shit. Like uh, especially the uh, game cons and things, they have models that are paid uh-huh. to dress up as as the, the character. So they, they make a living actually just going around fucking dressing as a, as a character from a video game or a. Or a um, comic book or something. Travis says that he stayed at a hotel one weekend that had a furry convention. And that shit was Holy weird. Shit. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Get you some furry ass, bro. Come on now. Yeah, was this before or after you knew what furries were? Oh, he does now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't see <laughs> anyway, anybody else anybody else got anything to say about LARPing? I mean, it looks cool. Uh, I like the drunk um, or just getting fucking high as balls. I fucking Mm -hmm. just want to bring a bunch of acid. You like camping. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fucking fantastic. (coughs) Yeah. But I would just get sick of it after a while. Well, yeah, because. Fuck off. For me, anyways, I would get the. I would get sick of the the amount of costume, attire, and makeup, and all that stuff. Like. Uh, I don't want to put that much work into it. Exactly. Yeah, I guess yeah, maybe dude, the, yeah, the zombie you don't one have, would be better. That's why some, I would just people, be the drunk fryer. Not everybody puts all that shit into their into their costume. Some people are lazy, just want to get get out there and have fun, and they have the shittiest costume. <laughs> yeah. You know this guy so, just with a burlap I mean, yeah. sack. There's some some people get really fucking into it and make and make what these guys like you see in the pictures. But a, a lot of them are just you know. <laughs> I'd be yeah, a guy I'm, who just comes out wearing a barrel. <laughs> Remember the old cartoons, like people wearing wooden barrels. Why I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it about LARPing, I guess. Moving right. on to what's cool. sexy. Oracle, Watchdogs Legion. Watchdogs Legion. So this came out recently. Uh, this past Friday. And third game in the Watchdog series. Uh, I I, pre- I like the second game. I never played the first game. I heard that it was promising. Uh, and this one <coughs> kind of has a new mechanic where you're in London and you can recruit any person in this open world. So imagine like a GTA or something like that. You can recruit any person onto your team. And some are easier to recruit than others. You always have to do a mission to recruit someone. Um, if somebody is against you, like let's say it's like they're for one of the enemy forces, then you have to like do a little research and figure out like, okay, well, what what's going on with them? And then you can kind of get access to them by doing other missions. So the game, uh, when I first started playing it, I was just kind of like, eh, okay, this is... This is all right, you know, but it it's just like, man, the action's a little mediocre, not really, I don't know, it just doesn't seem that cool. Bec- and the people that I was recruiting, they were just fucking normal fucking plebes with uh, <laughs> because that's that's all that's all they have you find at the beginning. If, they, if you get like an assassin or a secret agent or something, it'd be way yeah. too easy. So, yeah. I mean, well, I get why it, it, it is frustrating you do to get somebody good. You get assassins and shit like that. Yeah. And um as the game progresses, it gets a lot better because you get more interesting characters. For instance, I uh, recruited a ma- magician that has like this medallion that can change uh, 
make the enemy go into a frenzy and start killing everybody else around them. But she has hiccups, so she gives away her position when you're trying to hide and shit. So there are like these quirks, like some people have good shit, some people don't have good shit. Um, And it's good. I'd give it an eight because it has moments where you're like, fuck, yeah, that's fucking awesome. You're like taking over these drones and shit and turning them against the enemies. It gets a little repetitive after a while. You're kind of doing a lot of the same shit. Um, And... In turn, the music for some reason, the fucking music on the radio sucks. is terrible. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And it's got yeah. this this thing where it, it keeps on starting from the beginning of the playlist when you go get into the fucking car, and it's weird because you will go into buildings and they will be playing licensed music that is not dog shit. So you know that they have the rights for this music, but you <laughs> never hear that music when you're fucking playing the radio. It's uh I don't know what's going on with that, but it um but it's definitely if you're into kind of an open world game where you like fucking around, this is a sandbox game. This is definitely a sandbox <laughs> yeah. thing where you can do multiple fucking ways of, of finishing missions. Um it's it's definitely competent. What's the overarching story? Like what are you trying to uh Take back London. Yeah, take back London. Yeah. So you're a hacker group, DeadSec. There's a worse hacker group, um, kind of this brutal or posing to be a hacker group. Um, I can't remember. Don't ruin the story for me. Zero Don't day. ruin the story. Well, it's in. Like, they present themselves right in the beginning. So I won't go any further in that. So sure. yeah, you're, you're, you need you're to play the other ones to know the, the, the story. I'm past the, I'm past the beginning. No, they, no, not really. They, they don't. Not they really. don't. Uh, no, no, no you, they're kind of all different. Yeah, you you don't. And honestly, I mean, the story's okay, um, because you can recruit anybody. the The characters aren't really that strong because you know it's <coughs> fucking anybody off the street. So they had to build the narrative around where anybody could fill those roles. Um, but you know, have, have if, you heard if about you're them? into like a sandbox experience, it, it's definitely worth you- checking out. It's cool. Have you heard about the uh, the pedophile? I haven't heard about the pedophile. <laughs> so the game the game works as they uh, that this algorithm creates uh, like random it, it randomly creates people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know how, how it actually works, but it, it randomly creates people. And the algorithm created a uh, a PDF because when you scan people to see what you what you want, you got their name, mm-hmm. uh, their uh, their name, what they do, uh, a little synopsis about them, uh, and then their abilities and weapons and shit. And under it said, underneath her name, it says a pediatrician, uh, and she had to quit her job after uh, uh, after ending a, a relationship with a patient or some shit. <laughs> so so they, some people were like people were like eating that shit up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a little jank um, because it is such a wide open open world. Uh, yeah. But all in all, not bad. I haven't had like really crazy bugs or anything like that. So. I'd I'd recommend it if you're in up for that kind of experience. Yep. Word. All right. I'm up next. Truth Seekers. It's a show on Amazon. <coughs> um by Simon Pegg and uh Nick Frost. So it's a, it's got a British like comedy feel to it, but it's about um Nick Frost plays a uh, a cable installer or high speed internet installer who's also like a 
like an amateur ghost hunter. And he ends up running into like, you know, actual supernatural shit. So it's it's weird because it's not necessarily uh, as funny as the re- the rest of their shit. I don't think it's intended to be as funny. It's more of a fucking it has way more horror elements to mm. it than anything they've done. Uh, even Shaun of the Dead. So, mm. but it's pretty cool. It's on Amazon, like eight episodes or something. Okay. Uh, up next, Teddy Xbox Smart Delivery System. <laughs> okay, so I downloaded um, uh, the holiday, and I was curious about because I am getting an Xbox One uh, Series X, and and, and uh, I was look, thinking about downloading. Actually, when I when I go to the screen, it said a uh, Xbox Smart Delivery System, and, and part of the little things up there. So I was curious what that was, uh, and it turns out that um, not all games, but there uh, most of the games that are coming out now uh, are going to be uh, what's called smart delivery system, where you uh, as soon as you hook your, your console up, it'll start downloading those games for you that you already own. So that means uh, like uh, so I don't have to rebuy uh, uh, Watch Dogs Legions, I don't have to rebuy uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and I don't have to rebuy Valhalla because I bought a digital copy. Um, they'll automatically be be moved over to my Xbox One Series X when I get it, or S, whichever one you know you choose to get. Hmm. Uh, you can check the list online. I meant to put the thing, the thing in there, but I, I was stoned and lazy, so I didn't fucking do it. Stoned <laughs> um, and lazy. So I thought I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven said that about its game on both consoles, um, but uh, but uh, I don't know if the uh, the PlayStation is going to have anything like this. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was cool that that I, like I said, it's not all it's not all games, only only certain games. But uh, the 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 three big ones that are that are coming out that I wanted to get uh, are doing that. So yeah. Well, I think, cool. I think Microsoft has considerably more um, uh, back compat capability. Compatibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus Sony. I mean, who knows what they're going to do with their shit. They'll probably just right. punch you in the phone. They'll, they'll give you a fortune cookie and say good luck. <laughs> good luck with that, bud. What the fuck? <laughs> fortune cookie and what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, so I thought that was right. cool. I don't have to buy, buy the game twice. Cool. Up next, Ashtray with a YouTube link. <laughs> All right, I got it. Um, oh, I forgot to put the title in there. It's the uh, last driving show on Shutter. It's um, <clears throat> and I kind of barely remember it because it was from the '90s, I believe. Um, the uh. Monster Vision on TNT, like a late night um, where they'd show B-horror films. And uh, Joe Bob Briggs, the host, would go um, into detail about who, you know, the directors were, what actors and what else they starred in. This guy, like, knows um, too much shit. Um, But anyways, they've re basically uh, re-imagined the show now called The Last Drive-In. But it's on shutter. So there's no uh, you know, like TNT sensors. Um, and he's got so Darcy the male girl. Shutter. It's I it's a I'm assuming it's a horror station, right? Yeah, shutter is um yeah, kind of like an HBO type page. Is it like all digital? Channel. Yeah. Um it's uh like you can get it I get it through Amazon, but you can get it, I think you can get it just straight through their site. Um but it's on oh, like I think I pay six dollars a month for it. Um, hmm. But uh, 
so it's ex- it's an exclusive. They've been doing exclusive content uh, movies and such on Shutter as well. Um, but Joe Bob Briggs now can like an HBO channel say whatever he wants, where he's like talking to Darcy the male girl. Or, oh, they're talking about sex robots, and he's like, well, you know, yeah, you know, guys in the locker room like to you know they brag about size of their penis. Do you ladies ever brag about the depth of your vagina? Because that <laughs> is what these uh, th- these specifications of these sex robots um, <laughs> had. Like, you could get it customized for depth of vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. the fuck? So, and also, like, it's a lot of horror films that they're kind of films like uh, where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I might want to check that out, but you also know it's going to be it's a horror film from like the eighties or the nineties. Yeah, um, it sucks. They, they do have some good ones on there, like Heather's. You remember oh, that with Christian Slater? Yeah. and uh, I used to love that movie. Winona Ryder. Um, so some of these movies that, like, oh, you may check out, you think about checking out, but you never really get around to. It's just better when you get, like, a whole, get a, you get a whole background of the people who made the film. And then sometimes he also does bring in some of uh, the stars, like, you know, today. Like come like some of these bimbos who were like, oh, I was yeah, the main yeah. chick, you know, in this slaughter film. Like the the one I watched was Chopping <laughs> Mall, which is just about these uh, security I, drones. No, I saw homeless dudes off and at an yeah, right. right. <laughs> oh, they're talking about how the director of the film like basically claimed like he slept with every female that he hired for the film, and she's like, yeah, all right, he slept <laughs> with me. This fucking full of shit. <laughs> Um, so check it out if you've got uh, the shutter. Joe Bob's last drive-in show. Word. All right, now we're moving on to the fuck what you think. Uh, this is where we tell you to go fuck yourself, and Oracle's going to talk about debt fatigue. <laughs> debt fatigue. So I'm definitely sensing it with some of my students. Just fucking dealing with the grind of COVID-19, fucking dealing with kids, home, all that shit. Um, And it sucks, you know? You see people trying their best, and they're just dealing with fucking shit circumstances. and They're one thing away from losing their shit. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. know? So, and it, 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 I'm not very good at recognizing when I'm feeling like shit necessarily so you know there are some times where i have to be like fuck why am i so fucking angry oh yeah, yeah. i haven't oh, gone yeah. outside in two days right. <laughs> I, should probably, I should probably get some fresh air or something so yeah just just that fatigue yeah it does suck it's um unprecedented times and especially when you know when idiot children leaders yeah yeah exactly uh act like fucking cunts and that brings me to my fuck what you think which is uh what the fuck usa i'm 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 disturbed i really (laughs) am i i i have to give it to teddy because he said this whole time that there are more way more racist white people out there than we think yeah and the amount of fucking red in that goddamn on yeah. this, on that map is is proof of that, and it's disgusting. It really fucking is. I I don't know what else to say. Um, just wow. You know, a lot <laughs> of white people. They're 
There are a lot of white people who just have that feeling of, I'm just sick of you calling me a racist. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Well, then do something to prove me wrong. Exactly. Motherfucker. <laughs> but that I'm in sorry, Trump, but it, they it, see in Trump like a guy who's like, yeah, well, you know, this country used to be great. Yeah, well, this is the thing, man. Uh, I hit people have tried to make the argument to me that you can vote for somebody like toe the party line and vote for a Republican and not endorse that person's moral point of view. Right. Trying to justify their actions. A vote for somebody literally is an endorsement of that person. I don't yeah. give a fuck <laughs> right. what party they are in. That's you're voting for that person. And yeah. Donald you, Trump yeah. is a fucking scumbag piece of shit person. You can't vote like, for the devil and say you're kidding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people can live with themselves knowing that they voted for that fucking piece of shit human being. I think a <sighs> lot of them refuse to look at just what a piece of shit he is. Too. Like, you know, they don't go go into the detail of like what he did with his own charity and shit like that, you know. It's like oh, they don't care. To them, they're just like, oh well, you know, probably half that's just fake news because the media doesn't like him. Yep. Mind you, they they forget to uh, <laughs> real, you know, notice that the fact that the media goes after him because from day one, he said the media was all fake news. He like he attacked the media from the get go. Mm-hmm. That was right. his whole part of the plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Postmodern president. The thing is, is he might be pretty stupid, but the people that he pays to run his shit for him and to run his campaigns, they're not. They're Republican strategists and they're fucking masters right. at using words and manipulation in in social settings of, of the, their sheep, their herd. You know what I mean? <clears throat> move that herd around, fucking with. And with, they're better than the <laughs> with guile. Excuse me, they're uh, better than the fucking Democrats as far as Mexican yes, goes. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Way better. And it's, Defund it's, the police. A fucking dumb name. Right. <laughs> that'll, yeah, that'll they get still haven't realized board. that words matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a, the Republicans have been using that shit against them for fucking forty years, fifty years, man. Been using their identity politics to fucking backfire in their face. Anyway, I'm done bitching about it. Just please <laughs> declare Joe Biden the winner and get this shit over with. I'll be able to breathe fucking just just breathe easy when January 20th, 2021 rolls around. <sighs> anyway, Ashtray, China COVID procurement service. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> there's this great documentary. Um called uh totally under control um that's out to rent it's not, <laughs> not streaming right now but it's it is all about it's basically <laughs> follows from the beginning of january um when we had our first covid case and the all the people behind the scenes um and it, it goes kind of day by day of how trump handled the coronavirus response, him and the administration as a whole. Um, but in this documentary, hey, this did, thing... He did a fucking stand-up job, right? I, okay, I find a, <laughs> Like, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, maybe I remember hearing about that, but there's just, like, so much shit 
going on, you know, that like you kind of miss it was this program. Um, so this was reported on an April 19th. I think um, keep the time in mind. This is maybe a month or so after. Um, it was called the China COVID Procurement uh, Service. And basically what it was is because the there was the initial, you know, outbreak and surge in China, the Trump administration, it was the Commerce Department, basically pushed the U.S. manufacturers who had um, PPE, face masks and stuff, they're like, we're going to get rid of some of the barriers. We need to sell this to China because, like, they need, you know, they need to take care of this fucking virus. Mm-hmm. And we depleted... Um, like most of all of our own supply, that's why there was such a scramble for masks in the spring because we sold them all to China. And then we ended up having some of these hospitals um, had to basically buy them back from Chinese distributors at sometimes 10 times the price that they were sold from the US <laughs> manufacturers in the first place. Really? Wow. Yes. And it was just, just like so huh, these U.S. Huh. companies could get money, like oh we'll sell, we'll yeah. get rid of the, we'll get rid of the red tape so you can sell those to China because China needs them. Well, of course China just fucking bought them all. And then what's China do? Make money off of selling them right back to us because we all of a sudden don't have any here at home. Acting like there was never going to be a virus problem here. Um, it, it's like ugh, this. It's just absurd how bungled. Um. There's this, they talked to this guy who was, um, you know, fresh out of college. He was like a grandson of a Kennedy. Um, but he got a, like a volunteer program where it's like people who, um, you know, want to try to help with the procurement of getting PPE supplies for U.S. hospitals. And they get there and he's like, we get into this, uh, you know, we're in the, we're at the FEMA headquarters and we're in kind of an underground meeting room. And then we get like a pep talk from FEMA and a pep talk, pep talk from uh, Health and Human Services. Like people at the top and they're like, all right, yeah. You know, like go figure this out. And they're like sitting around waiting and they, they people start leaving the room and they realize the only people left are just those volunteers. Mm, like yeah. they knew that it was going to, they weren't even going to be paid for this. Yeah, and they're I like, saw that on John Oliver. Wait a minute! Like we're supposed to, like they thought that was the whole task force. Twenty volunteers. Yes, (laughs) intern volunteers. And they were like, yeah, twenty-year-old, you know, like fresh out of college. Um, and they're they thought they were going to be doing data entry and like the the fill-in to like expand this program. And what were they? There's an actual plan. There was no plan. That was the coronavirus task force. What? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I saw it on John Oliver. Some yeah. fucking that's call how center interns. <laughs> yes, that's how incompetent this administration is. Yeah, just no plan. No one at the top. No, they wing it. Yeah. Flies by the seat of his pants. That's what got him elected. That's what the people love. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got electric lights. Anyway, now, yeah, it's got. It's what plants crave. It's what plants crave. crave. Deal with it, Teddy. You have nothing written down, so. Um, shit. Uh, I guess, I guess, uh, my fucking fuck with you think is you cracking motherfuckers because I told you so. And y'all didn't fucking <laughs> how, about, how about we, how about we do a fuck with you think on that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You can do that. It's your, it's your show. That's fine. 
you know. But I'm just saying, fuck it. I told I told y'all about the craziest white folk. Y'all didn't believe me. Told you. I mean, these oh. motherfuckers showed up. They showed up outside the voting area, demanding. I mean, with, with demanding to fucking get in. I, I don't know. Yeah. See the manager. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The manager shut Karen's down the vote. Stop yeah. the count. Send in the Karens. But the thing is, if, if yeah, stop they, they stopped the count in stopped, certain. Yeah, he would have lost. Yeah, if they stopped stop the count when he said it in Arizona, he would have got that would have got called. You I, know, um, like what the fuck, man? This dude's so dumb. I've been reading on the uh, QAnon casualty forum, like people just talking about the uh, like their mom. You know, my mom just like screaming all night at the TV, and like a lot of them because they'll only watch Fox News. But like a lot of these QAnon people are just livid, like what screaming at Fox News because did you hear that report that uh, fucking Jared Kushner called Rupert Murdoch directly? When they, I can't remember which state it was, they called for uh, Arizona. Yeah, it was Arizona. Yeah, they were infuriated, is what they said. You know, you you gotta take that back. Really? (laughs) Probably just told them, "Fuck, get bent." Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a thing you can't, dude. Numbers are numbers. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't just claim victory. I love that on Twitter. How he said, "Did you see what he said on Twitter?" Yeah, about he said, I hereby, I hereby claim victory in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and the state of Georgia and the state of uh, was like North <laughs> Carolina or something. So, like, Gosh, all these people sure. were applying and shit. They were like, oh, I hereby claim Brad Pitt's ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I hereby claim fucking my liquor store. It will be fine. Like, just what the fuck, man? What are you talking about? You claim it. You can't just... Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. You don't. You're not a god. You're <laughs> fucking elected by us. The fuck out. I almost, uh, you know, I've thought about getting Twitter just to follow Donald Trump's tweets just to see, because you know sometimes it's like really he did fifty tweets just like oh, dude. in the wee hours it's of the insane. morning. Yeah, what what an old man statement. Yeah, I thought about getting Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> maybe next yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next another... crazy tyrant. Uh, Although you say, know he ain't gonna so. shut up. To use a Ricky, oh, no. I fucking I fucking told her so. Yeah, I fucking I told her so. I fucking fucking told her so. Fucking told her so. All right. Well, anyway, in all seriousness, go fuck yourself, every red state out there. That's our show. <laughs> We're gonna be here every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central. Make sure you join the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash theredeyereport. You can also twiddle us at redeye underscore report. Nobody cares. Like a share of focus, we're down for whatever. I missed it. I'm Oracle. straight. And I'm fucking Teddy, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the Red Eye Report. Uh, there's the outro. No, you did that no, shit no, for like four years straight. Yeah. <laughs>